Hi, this is Dr. Hughes, and I'm back uh, for a, a second day in a row. My voice is still destroyed, so please bear with me, but I've been really excited on building um, from the principles that we talked about yesterday. And so today I'm going to give you two new activities to do with that covenant sex tantra position that that I recorded about yesterday and that hopefully you have been um, trying out and enjoying with your spouse. So... Uh, I did want to mention one thing before I jump into this. Um, there's been just an overwhelming amount of listeners and downloads for my podcast. And um, even since yesterday, it's been really fun to see that. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't listen to other podcasts. So um, I really don't have an assumption of what these are supposed to sound like. I've listened to a part, a small segment, not even a segment, a small part of one other podcast before I started recording uh, this Covenant Sex podcast. And, um, and I find it a little interesting because I haven't listened to other podcasts. I really don't know what others are producing. So um, it's kind of cool for me and fun for me because I'm able to just be creative and and, um, and develop whatever makes sense to me to develop, uh, but it may be in line or completely out of line with what you're listening to in other podcasts, but that's what makes this, this podcast so unique is that it's authentic and it's congruent with me and, um, and it's, it's just very real straight talk from a, a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. That's a certified sex therapist and PhD in marriage and family therapy, just talking about sex. So, um, okay. So the, the one thing that I wanted to mention before we jump in and build on yesterday was that I would really like to start doing some interviews with members of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints related to their experience, um, sexually. Now this could be, um, I'm interviewing people that have had very limited few or no, at least according to their standards, sexual experiences with anyone else. Um, and um, maybe there was limited or no sexual communication, at least they might assume, um, from parents. Um, now keep in mind that even no communication is communication. So that's why I say, um, as they may assume. Um, but I'd, I'd like to start interviewing members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints just about their, uh, their experience surrounding sexuality um, in their younger years, teenage years, young adult years, um, into, into adulthood. And um, so it won't be any therapy, but just, just interviews and just questions related to sexuality. And I thought it would be really, really fun and cool for all of us, since there are so, uh, so many listeners to my podcast, to just hear about these different stories uh, related to sexuality. And um, I, I think it, it can be a growing and healing experience for us. Okay, so email me. My email is anthony at covenantsextherapy.com. That's anthony at covenantsextherapy.com. Let me know if you're interested in doing one of these interviews and I'll start incorporating these into this podcast. Okay, so as promised, we're going to build on the uh, tantra slash covenant sex principles that we discussed yesterday. So yesterday, 
if, in case you didn't listen, uh, the position is, and I'm going to give uh, specific like husband, wife uh, positions for this, but yesterday it really wasn't husband is underneath, wife is on top. Um, it, it was just whichever spouse uh, chose to be on top or chose to be on bottom. But um, one, so the husband's going to sit cross-legged um, uh, with, um, so uh, sitting sitting with their legs crossed, so um, feet underneath the knee of the opposite leg. Um, so, and then the, the uh, with back straight, with your back straight, and the wife is going to sit on top facing the husband. So face to face. Um, in this activity, there's going to be no clothing, at least um, from the bottom half down. Uh, so the genitals are exposed because um, there will be um, there will be penetration in this position, and so um, if it's comfortable to have a top on or um, or something else, uh, you know, besides a shirt, a, a nightgown, or whatever it may be, that's just fine. Um, if you have if you happen to get cold quickly, that's fine. It would be ideal if you're both fully disrobed because it will help to enhance um, the vulnerability, the connection, the closeness, and the, the overall couple intimacy as well as sexual intimacy. Intimacy housing more than just uh, sexual intimacy, and that's why I phrase it that way. Um, but you can just have both of, you know, from the waist down exposed. So the wife is going to sit on top facing the husband, and in this first position, uh, or this first activity, I should say, um, the the uh, husband's penis is going to be inside the wife's vagina, and um, as you can tell or imagine, as I'm describing this, it's going to be really difficult to do the typical in and out thrusting that uh, husbands and wives assume is the best or ideal for their sexual experience. Um, and I want to highlight the word assume because I've met with so many couples and given them different positions or different activities to do sexually. And they come back and say, that was mind blowing. This is the first time I've ever really enjoyed sex or I've felt this much pleasure or that was way better than what we typically do. So we have horrible sexual scripts that we glean from all around us, um, media, shows, pornography, whatever it may be that we happen to encounter, um, locker room talk, uh, just assumptions. Um, yeah, so, um, so in this position, the wife is sitting on top facing the husband. Um, they, there is uh, penetration, so the penis is inserted into the vaginal canal. Um, and all the couple is going to do is... Um, is going to be rocking back and forth. Um, I, I try not to give too much description um, because people get caught into in the technical aspect of things, but it's just going to be they're rhythmically rocking back and forth together. Um, it can be helpful to have eye contact, to exchange breath, as we talked about before, to synchronize breath, um, to get a little bit more technical in hopes that I don't get too technical, um, the wife could tighten her vagina and loosen her vagina. And to do that, if you don't already know how to do that, the same muscles that you'd use to tighten or to, excuse me, stop the flow of urine 
that's going to tighten the vaginal canal or you can even practice this by inserting a finger and tightening around the finger or um, if you feel uncomfortable with doing that having your spouse your husband insert his finger um, and you tighten around the finger loosen um, around that finger Um, you know obviously when you're not doing this activity um, or leading up to it and so um, as you're rocking back and forth the wife can tighten and loosen the vaginal canal Um, she can also um, rotate or uh, as she's rocking kind of push her butt out which will help to rotate her pelvis um, kind of towards the back um, towards the back of her body and then um, rotate it in um, or forward towards the front of her body she can try to synchronize this with breathing also as she takes a deep breath in Rotate her pelvis um, towards the back of her body, tightening her uh, vaginal canal. And then as she rocks forward, she can rotate her pelvis forward and um, release um, those tightened muscles in the vaginal canal. (sighs) And then go back and do that again. Rotate backwards, tighten the vaginal canal, and then and breathe in. And then breathe out, rotate forwards, loosen those muscles. Um, The husband, um, it's really important that you stay focused with eye contact or with breathing, synchronizing breathing. You could um, also place your hand on her chest, on her heart, um, building on what we talked about yesterday, uh, expressing love, showing love, expressing that you see her, you're there with her, you're connected expressing hopes for connection, not verbally, but all through your eyes, through your breath, or through that touch. You're very, very purposeful about this touch and what's being um, transferred from that touch or from that breathing or from that eye contact. Okay, good, good. So um, there is no goal or objective um, other than something like Increase our connection, increase our pleasure, increase our satisfaction in our overall relationship. And if those are your goals, if those are your objectives, you will accomplish those. Okay, so for the next next um, activity related to the same position, um, it's going to kind of build on the last one, and I did that on on purpose. Um, so. And there's really the last one that I I talked to you about, the last activity. I kind of threw in some things from the second activity just to make it a little bit easier so it didn't seem like such a stark contrast or a big jump from that first activity to the second one. So same position and everything. The wife's on top of the husband. He's sitting cross-legged. She has her legs wrapped around his torso. um, And and uh, there is penetration. Uh, vaginal penetration that's happening the husband can take his hand and it is a little squished in there um, because they are so close you are so close together but he can stimulate her her clitoris while there's this rocking back and forth while she's tightening um, her vaginal canal and while she's rotating her uh, her pelvis backwards and then forwards um I do uh, do want to say that the the husband he's also synchronizing his breath as she's doing or excuse me not synchronizing um, kind of trading off on and off his breath so she's breathing in he's breathing out so it's that 
that air is moving um, through them in a circular fashion. So they're one in that circular fashion in that she's doing one thing, he's doing the opposite, but they're doing it together. Um, so he can take his hand, stimulate her clitoris. Um, if it is within your value system as a couple to be doing this, this is, um, you know, you guys have got to decide this together also. Um, she can stimulate her clitoris or put her hand on top of his hand and help guide or direct him in how to stimulate uh, what movements to use, what pressure to use. Um, so there's a stepwise progression in that where she could be um, showing him um, not through a lot of verbal communication but by her doing and stimulating her clitoris then putting her hand on top of his and his is directly on top of her clitoris um, and then grabbing his wrist and um, more loosely guiding and directing him and then the stepwise progression back from that um, is just that her body movements or um, expressions uh, moan or sigh or maybe just a little touch um, from her hand um, on his body or on his hand or uh just moving his hand slightly um, could be the next stepwise progression. Um, he, he, the husband, you will never be a mind reader, so you'll never get this perfect. You'll never get this um, exactly right. The rightness is in listening to your spouse and in um, not taking it personal because you are not her body, and so you will not know exactly what she needs and wants every second that she needs and wants it. And wife, don't expect that he... That he will that he'll get that and understand um, there should be a, a little bit of a learning curve but not to the point that he is one with your body and is your body okay there can also be breast stimulation um, and once again uh, this really depends um, this piece this first piece I'm going to give you depends on your value system and how you interpret it how you feel about this so um, I'm not um, by any means saying that every couple should do this or that this fits for every couple um, but for some women it can be really pleasing and satisfying for them to while they're doing this while they're in this position sitting on top of their husband with penetration um, to um, touch or rub or stimulate their own uh, chest or breasts or if it's um, if it's that's a little uncomfortable or you don't feel okay with that the husband can stimulate the wife's breasts um, usually manually it could be done um, with uh, oral stimulation with their the husband's mouth um, that does make it so that the, sh the shift in the focus becomes a little bit more on the breasts um, which really needs to be figured out if that's what the wife wants um, or if that's um, what the couple wants in that in that moment but it does transfer away from the breathing from uh, can transfer away from the um, the connection eye to eye contact obviously there's not going to be eye to eye contact if that's happening um, and the rocking can be adjusted and um, uh, lost in focus and so um, I would tell you to just include that with a little bit of caution and a little bit of awareness and with the knowledge that um, you are doing this, you two are doing this for connection, for closeness, um, for um, to express love, to express being seen, to do this as, as one and not because this is what she really wants um, or this is just what he really wants. Um, and this is this is to build on those really important principles, um, those healthy principles of sexuality that you're hopefully developing that really matter to you, that there's mutuality, that there's trust, that there's connection, that there's love, um, and that I feel like I can be seen 
pain or I feel like I see the other person. Um, and so these are, these are the healthy principles of sexuality that you're uh, working on developing. So, um, also with this other uh, position, it gets it can get a little bit tricky with the breathing, the vaginal tightening, um, the rotating back and forth of the pelvis. Um, but another um, version and iteration is doing all of those same things. So the the rocking back and forth, the tightening of the pelvis and releasing of the pelvis, the breathing in and out, um, the rotating, uh, um, sorry, not tightening and loosening of the pelvis, tightening and loosening of the vaginal canal, um, rotating back and forth of the pelvis and the husband kind of doing the seesaw, uh, breathing in when she's breathing out, breathing out when she's breathing in um, and, and kind of following that that rhythmic movement um, of her rotating her pelvis, tightening her uh, vaginal canal, and doing the opposite of that. Um, You can include another piece, and if it gets a little too intense or there's too much to remember, um, and just build on some of these principles, just incorporate a couple of them. You can go back to just that rocking with the penetration, the eye contact, the breathing, the hand on the heart or chest, um, or... um, one spouse laying their head on the other's chest, um, hearing the heartbeat, expressing that love, um, wanting um, that connection, um, expressing that through the way that they're touching or resting their head on the other's chest. Um, But the next uh, piece, or you could say step, would be to lock lips and to exchange breath. So husband's breathing out as wife's breathing in as lips are locked. Um, And so um, there's this rocking back and forth motion. There's also this um, breath exchanged, uh, husband breathing out this breath as their lips are locked, um, wife breathing in. Um, And if you can match that um, breathing out wife with rocking the hips backwards, rotating the pelvis backwards and tightening the vaginal canal, and then um, exhaling um, your breath, rotating the hips forward, uh, loosening um, or releasing the tight grip from the vaginal canal, um, and a husband, as she releases that breath, is breathing that breath in. You can really be intertwined, um, not just um, your body intertwined as the wife sitting on top of the husband, legs wrapped around the husband, um, and mouths and um, uh, interlocked, lips interlocked, breathing intertwined, husband breathing to the wife and wife breathing to the husband, um, but also your thoughts, your wishes, your desires, um, you husband seeing the wife like your um, uh, a daughter of God, a godly being, wife seeing your husband like a son of God, a godly being, and expressing that, um, not verbally, but expressing that through touch, through a glance, how you stare at them, how you gaze at them, um, and what you're uh, inwardly thinking and trying to push over to your spouse or partner, um, and in the way that you touch them. So um, there's some really, really fun activities that you both have here. Like I said, the goal is not orgasm. Um, and the goal is not to achieve a certain level of sexual arousal, but it's to chase after pleasure, to chase after vulnerability, to chase after connection, to chase after love, to chase after um, showing yourself to your spouse, to receiving your spouse um, and what they're trying to show you. So 
Um, really, really fun stuff to do. I did um, promise that today or maybe tomorrow I would do another um, episode uh, for sexual addiction or out of control sexual behavior. Um, and so I still plan on doing that, but I was super excited to record this one today, especially with the re- response from yesterday's uh, podcast. So I will record another episode. So just um, hang tight. And for those of you that are interested in doing um, this uh, sexuality interview, I would very much appreciate it and really look forward um, to your email and to getting to know you. Um, it's The format is just going to be me asking you questions. So I'll get to know you a little bit before and then just me asking you a series of questions and um, and recording that. And you know, if you feel good with everything, then I'll post it and um, everyone will benefit and will continue to share more and more uh, stories from members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is just a sex therapist sitting in an armchair talking about sex. Have a great day.